All right. Welcome, podcasters, back to another episode of Improper Mimi, uh, where we talk about empowering women at home, work, and play. Uh, so there's lots of different ways that we do that, whether it's through work or whether it's with our families at home or whether we're out with our girls, you know, or, you know, whoever we want to be hanging out with. So today I want to introduce our guest that we're speaking with. I know her as Christina, um, but you may see her around on social media or know her as Bruja Pussy or, um, and even Christina, I'll let you also introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about what it is you do and why you're so passionate about it. But yeah, definitely today, we're gonna get into some cool topics about um, sex work and BDSM and um, body positivity and just so much good stuff we have in store for everybody. So Christina, just gotta tell us a little about yourself and uh, what your passion is, why you do what you do. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> I never know how to, I never, I never know the, the proper words uh, to, to enter podcast. I, I don't want to be like, oh, hello. Hi, I am blah. So I, I'm not trying to make it like a commercial or anything, but so what's up? Hi guys. Uh, God, I go by many names. You think I'd have um, some real like multiple personality disorder, but I don't, I promise you. Uh, so um, I'm Christina, AKA Chris, you know, I go by Chris a lot. It's like, you know, gender fluid like I am. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Bruja Pussy is my Instagram handle. Uh, it used to be the Chevy Cruiser. I'm sure you remember that. But yeah. now it's, um, you know, change. Change is good. Um, that's my brand. That's my little brand there. Um, I'm also a fetish model and performer and dominatrix out here in New York City. And I go uh, under the name Amazon Maddox by, you know, when I'm in my uh, super self, <laughs> super right, self yeah. mode. Um, I like to say super self instead of alter ego because that's, you know, that my performance side is definitely more, it feels more like genuine, you know, it feels more like who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this super self, tell me a little more about this super self. Is this when you feel most powerful or um, it just, or just another side of yourself that allows you to just be free and just, you know, Hey, whatever. Yeah, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit of both, definitely. Um, you know, I do like to say that sex work is is not inherently empowering, not to everyone, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like, not even to me. Like, sometimes I'm not, you know, I have to take a session, a session that's not uh, particularly, you know, that I know it's not going to be like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, get aroused or get get off on it you know or what have you mm-hmm. um it's just like because it's work because I need the money you know sex work mm-hmm. is work at the end of the day um so like you know in my work speaking of my work you know connection is very important so that is also empowering to me and I have found that you know to others as well because um in this work and lifestyle it's you know you, you're you're around intimate private parts of people you know and you're in my in my role as a dominant, you are basically you know you're trusted with another person's uh, submission, which is you know their mm-hmm. consent, consensual relinquishing of their of their power and the decision making and what have you, and whatever that looks like, because it looks like you mm-hmm. know it looks different for everybody, just like dominance looks different for everybody. Um, the new mm-hmm. generation is definitely um, you know a, a rebranding. You know you could say. Right the this uh this area uh, this community 
um, <laughs> of life. Yeah. So um, again, it's, it's, yes, I, it, it's empowering. I have found mm-hmm. my personal power, you know, and I have, I guess, you know, it's, it's personified as uh, Maddox when I'm, you know, in the headspace and whatever and what have you, but you know, that's for me, you know, because I've as my, my, my subs and bottoms, they're empowered in that position, you know, and, and I know that's like, people don't, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. How could you feel empowered when you're being stepped on, <laughs> when you're being <laughs> humiliated, when you're being yeah, whatever, whatever. So, and yeah. people may not even know what subs and um, doms are. So like what even, right. yeah. So what is a sub? True. Let's go over terminology. That's always great. <laughs> educate the people, educate yeah. everybody, <laughs> educate everybody. So a little kink 101. Um, BDSM is a, uh, an umbrella term for mm. power dynamics and exchanges. So B, uh, BD is bondage and discipline or, um, bondage and discipline. Yeah. Bondage and discipline. DS is dominant submissive, um, mm. And then S and M is sadism and masochism, right? Mm -hmm. So to break those down, bondage and uh, domination. So, you know, people who like to be restrained and overpowered, which is, you know, a lot of of what I do because Mm -hmm. of, you know, my stature and what have you. Um, But a bondage, again, is, is so vast and it could look like so much. It's not just rope and pretty you know like e, i know you it know be like a thread right it could be a thread it could be a thread <laughs> it could be saran wrap you know mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't have to be the good old handcuffs it could be like literally anything um mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say thread though because that that's very uncomfortable <laughs> uh am i yeah no <laughs> the thicker the rope the better usually right. um okay and then ds um domination domination and submission um mm-hmm. So they are a pair, you know, right? They're two peas in a pod, right? A dominant is a person who um, is, you know, not only trusted with the person's submission, but they're also ready to take that, um, to take control of everything, to be able to make the proper decisions, uh, safe and risk aware decisions and all that, and discuss that with the sub in the bottom, right? It's a lot of responsibility. It is. It's a whole lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to yeah. hear a dominant uh, referred to as a top because mm-hmm. not everybody who likes, uh, who is a, uh, you know, a, a, a control, the controller um, goes by dominant, right? Because there's mm-hmm. also nuance to that. So DS and submi- uh, uh, submissive is obviously a person who is not mm-hmm. in control, Um it's also very important to, to point this out that these power dynamics and exchanges, we have definitely, uh, you know, come together as a community to make sure that this is all consensual because mm-hmm. on, up until not too long ago, fetishism, and, uh, you know, all that shit, BDSM was in the, uh, the medical text under a mental illness. So, you know, recently, mm-hmm. not anymore, but like not too yeah. long ago, like th- two, three years ago. That's recent. So yeah, it's recent. Um, So it's also very important to point out that, you know, in whole, where this comes from, its roots in history, very, it's pretty dark, you know, you know, Mm. it's, it's not entirely, it's not empowering when you think about it, you know, like slavery, not empowering uh, at all. When you think about it, Um, people, 
you know, because the mind is an amazing thing. So at some point, people were able to take their pain and rewire themselves and make it pleasurable mm-hmm. to stay alive, you know, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it literally, actually. Um, so <laughs> going back to the BDSM. So that's the S, right? <laughs> There's a lot mm-hmm. of branches, a lot of branches. That's why like right? Pink 101, I try and like water it down to a lot of like definitions and demonstrations. To things that people could kind of understand and connect right. with. Yeah. 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 Seeing it is, is way better than, you know, theories also is great, but you know, seeing it is way better and, and engaging is, is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so where are we at? S and M sadism, masochism, again, two peas in a pod usually counteract. If you see a sadist, uh, if, if you're a sadist, you want a masochist because they like pain and you like to inflict pain. Right. Mm-hmm. So a sadist, and again, a real true sadist, someone like, uh, say Ted Bundy, you know, mm. a real fucking murderer, horrible person. We're not talking about that sadism. We're talking about erotic sadism, yes. right? Moderation. <laughs> yes. And also that also looks different to people. Okay. Mm. Erotic sadism to some people could be just, um, you know, just like light taps on, on their sensitive parts, or it could be full on my boot heel in their, on their scrotum, you know, it, and right. so it could, it's a whole the whole thing um spectrum truly spectrum truly an umbrella (laughs) and and just like sex work that's why our our symbols an umbrella the red umbrella Mm -hmm. um so so yes a sadist neurotic sadist of course um wants to inflict pain because they they, it arouses them they get off on it it's their kink we'll Mm -hmm. get to kink in a second (laughs) um a masochist is a person who likes to who likes pain who finds pain pleasurable so there's those two parts of your brain, those two parts in a masochist brain are very close together. There's like, um, mm. you know, I'm not going to get into the whole technical science thing because I can never quote it properly anyway. So <laughs> we'll continue on later. I'll I'll tell you guys some books and some readings I feel like very are very helpful. So kinks. Kinks are actions, uh, mm-hmm. scenarios uh, that, that, that arouse you, that you know, fulfill some sort of sexual, you know, like need and excitement. So, you know, like I, like I had mentioned before with uh, sadists and masochists, oh, and you could also be a sadomasochist, you know, sadomasochism Mm. is a true thing. So yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying, uh, it's a lot of fun. Anyway, (laughs) if you like, if you're doing it right, racks, we'll get to that later. Uh, Um, So uh, that's what kink is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, kink I find is a lot more about action because mm-hmm. fetish, a fetish is way more about an object, whether okay. inanim- inanimate or, or not. So like, you know, boots, boots is a huge, huge fetish item. Yeah. Many things in fashion, pretty much all clothing things are fetish. You, you would yeah, be surprised. Something you see or something that you think of that. Right you know, whenever you see it or whenever you um, think you associate about it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's association mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day. Uh, this book I highly recommend is um, Fetish, Power, Power, Fashion, Power, and Sex, something like that. I don't have a close mm-hmm. shit. Why didn't I bring it? Anyway, <laughs> but it's by Valerie Steele. Very interesting, really dives into fetishism and, you know, especially with objects and how the fashion world has uh, really, is really the fashion and music is really what brought 
fetish kink to the forefront you know like punks with fishnets and safety pins and leather 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 Mm -hmm. leather and latex rubber everything all that shit anyway and that's what (laughs) fetish and that's what a fetish is you know Mm -hmm. rubber fetishist is someone who likes latex like you know there's and i'm not just talking about like gloves you know that's yeah, like it could be shit. like leggings or like a yeah. bodysuit it could yeah. be a whole ass sleeping bag where you attach a vacuum and suck the air out so they're mm-hmm. truly and that's a form of bondage uh so yeah. they're truly incapacitated immobile mm-hmm. and of course again power exchange they're relinquishing everything to whoever is uh foreseeing their you know something a scenario like that yeah and how is this like going on is it still going of course it's still going on but is it going on now during the pandemic like I mean Mm. I know people are like on dating apps and going to meet new people so I imagine if that's not stopping them then this isn't you know either right um it hasn't uh -hmm. as much to my you know I don't I don't agree (laughs) um (laughs) I mean, I know we all like to have fun. We all, we all miss having fun and all, but nothing like a pandemic to really show you <laughs> who hasn't been able, who has never in their life been able to sit with themselves in the quiet and just live right. and be with their thoughts. I swear to God, um, <laughs> I don't understand. But I don't know I'm how I'm going to be after this. Like, I'm going right. to be so used to it. Am I going to go back to be my extrovert? I was self? just having that conversation. I'm like. I avoided people to begin with. I was always kind of washing my hands. I was barely sick before this. I haven't been sick in three years. So I'm just saying. Right. And it's like, well, two years, like two years. But it's like, you know, I don't want to. Now we have no like, excuse. Do I really want to? <laughs> I know, right? We don't have the excuse anymore. But it's like, mm, I kind of really don't want to see a bunch of people. Right. No, now we just got to be real. And people, you know, we've been sitting with ourselves. You should have been sitting with yourself long enough to be able to handle this. So anyway. <laughs> No, um, it has not stopped, um, you know, in terms of sex work, it has not, it's not stopped full stop, you know, it definitely has changed. We've had to adapt because that's what sex workers do, you know, Mm -hmm. at the forefront of, you know, technology and, you know, like you said, you know, using things like, you know, PayPal and things back in the day, you know, electronic transactions or those very early versions, you know, Mm -hmm. because this isn't new, you know. And sex yeah. work again is an umbrella term. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're if you take pictures of yourselves and make money off of that, you're you know, and they're nude, erotic, or whatever you're doing to yourself, you're a se- yeah. you're, you're a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have sex with clients for money, you're a sex worker. If you strip, you're a sex worker. If you you know, if if you're a dom, you're a sex worker. Uh, I do not believe in the hierarchy because there is a hierarchy, if you could believe it. Mm. It's called it's you know like a pyramid. We call it hierarchy, um, and the people who are at the top of the hierarchy are the people who don't interact or touch. Like their front people. office, back office. There's like people make layers to everything. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they're like <laughs> at the end of the day, the government, society organized religion they still coming after us and thinking we're all Mm. whores and going to hell so Mm. stop that shit right anyway (laughs) right um, yeah so sex work umbrella bdsm umbrella Mm -hmm. you know so here we are uh and in 2021 you know last year we had to haul ass 
and go online most you know most yeah. of them there's so many who are still on just online who have mm -hmm. yet to in-person session i'm not one of those people because i was very diligent and um about protocol mm -hmm. excuse me which is very much about the ds dynamic protocol i get off on protocol you listen you do this now you do this right <laughs> i love that shit that's my shit anyway right? <laughs> so um you know, I, 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 I adhere to my own rules. I was mm -hmm. always tested. Um, I actually even filmed my own of uh, my first uh, production film last year through the uh, during a pandemic okay. because, you know, diligent testing, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you it's know, like and I'm who not you're a, around. Right. And I'm a morally yeah. upstanding person, you know. It's so I'm going to I'm going to follow my own rules if I'm giving you the same rules, you know, what I'm saying so I right. um I definitely didn't take as many, you know, I had like mm -hmm. five in a year, which is like <laughs> one sixteenth <laughs> of what I've gotten in the past three years as a pro. I just had yeah. my third pro anniversary. Yay, congrats. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but you know, I was also lifestyle to be, um, at first. So like mm -hmm. I had some education, but I knew I wanted, it was just something I, I knew I wanted to do. I know that me my, and a lot of my colleagues, education is at the forefront of our work because yeah. of the stigma, because of the misrepresentation, because of the literal non-education people have on uh yeah this but in sexuality in general you know especially in this country sex that is bullshit but mm. i am feel very blessed to um live and work in a uh in, in a in an era and spheres that uh we're we took it upon ourselves to make sure that hey this ain't right and we're gonna let you yeah. know that this isn't right and yeah. that's the way people learn you know because it's all about learning if you're not learning you're probably dead right supposed to be learning <laughs> exactly you should continuously be learning yeah and i think even when we first met we were doing like bike rides like years mm -hmm. ago you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and i was just moving to new york grew up in boston you know so like over the years boston. just <laughs> you know with my khakis <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you know like even just over the years just becoming exposed to different things that people around me were being exposed to, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, different street campaigns about catcalling mm -hmm. and, yeah. um, you know, harassment. different harassment. Yeah, safety, different harassment that, that women go through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it just continuously opens my eyes. And the more you're educated, then the more you could pick up on when you hear something. Like yeah. even one of the YouTube videos I watch, you know, we're doing a workout exercise and then the woman's like stripper pose. And I'm like, where did that come from? I'm like, mm -hmm. that is like totally left field. I'm like, I, I, it just irks me to hear something Yeah, it's like a little cringe. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like, so you're saying this was a good pose, but this isn't a good pose. You know, right. so um, things like that, you know, I, I want people to know more about so we could correct it, you know, um, stop telling women to smile, you know, like right. what I do with my body, exactly. what I'm thinking as I'm minding my business has nothing right. to do with what you want me to do or perform for you. You know, that's not what exactly. we're here for. 
I literally just posted a story. This poor Asian lady, you know, because I've had I've yes, been, I've I taken selfies. It. You saw that, yeah. I always take selfies, and I've had shipmen come behind me and be like, "But that poor girl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I'm big and tough, and I could deal. But you know that poor chick, she was literally like, I can't just live my life, right? And that fucking and, sucks. Yeah, and the thing that we're talking about, you guys, we're talking about. Um, there is this um, Asian woman, you know, taking selfies and, you know, who doesn't take selfies, but, you know, right. she was live streaming, walking around, you know, sitting down, like having her Logging. video in front of her, talking to herself, making her and money. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Probably and guys making were her touching money. her, touching her, whispering things to next her, to her. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Following another her. one touching her boob and stuff. And it's like mm, totally inappropriate following mm-hmm. her. That's, and you're right. That's triggering too. Cause it, so you get emotional looking at that stuff. Cause yeah. you could think about, okay, when I'm riding my bike down the street, mm-hmm. you know, like my head is always on a swivel, you know, always. not just for cars and pedestrians, but for like dudes, Every you know, day. yelling at you or Yo, like, yeah. are they following me, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I've been following the car on to, my bike. I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember right. some dude reaching out while I was like, tr- you know, track standing, fixy kid shit, you know, literally yeah. trying to grab my ass outside. He's not even driving the car. So technically a scrub ass motherfucker trying yeah. to like reach out and <laughs> grab my car. ass. Yeah, right. His friend's probably his friend's car, boss's yeah. car. It wasn't his car. Anyway, right. even if it was your car, still. Yeah. Okay, well, what the hell? Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, even on the bike, it's not even safe. Even while we're exercising, trying, it's not safe. Yeah, and, and people uh, don't understand. They're like, no. "Oh, you're just overreact." No, we're not no. overreacting. It's very uncomfortable. There's evidence. There's yeah. evidence of this. I don't. I don't think people know. It's like, like you say, you know, like yeah, we're big, we're strong. You know, we're very confident women. But still, if sometimes when I'm walking down the street and you know someone's like looking at me, I'm like, okay, is this person following me? I'm like, okay, if yeah. he touches me, what am I gonna do? Like, mm-hmm. you have to think of your reaction, you know, mm-hmm. and get ready to. And it's just unsettling, you know. Do sometimes. something distracting. Like I, I pretend to be on the phone all the time. Right. All the time. <laughs> when I get that, like, oh, I don't want to deal with this because I mm-hmm. start some shit. Uh, you're okay. My Mars is in Aries. All right. Got a war. Okay. Uh, don't get don't piss me off if I'm already upset. So I know better now. As a youngin, yeah. I didn't give a shit. Right? I would always, always. But nowadays, yeah. you know, I, I'm grown. But now you can't teach you you cannot teach everyone. You're definitely mm-hmm. not gonna get your message through when you get emotional, especially the cishet men, because they're like, mm. oh look at the girl freaking emotional, blah, 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 blah. You already know how that is, and that <laughs> is so fucking exhausting. Just yeah. existing as a as a woman, femme, we have to like constantly um validate our existence and like Mm. give reasons to why we do this and choose to do that which um you know i've had to even to women who are claimed feminists you know like Mm -hmm. oh being a submissive or dom or do or sex worker is not you know is not really a feminist trait wearing makeup if you're really a feminist you don't wear makeup I mean, all Who's these stupid all this? gatekeeping. Yeah, all this yeah. stupid gatekeeping. For mm-hmm. what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and first of all, women's suffrage movement. My people were not represented in that movement. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. no, we were not. And we weren't for a long time after. A very long time. Put so, to the side. Yeah. Right? So white mm-hmm. woman feminism, 
no, no, no. I don't fucking. That's not my feminism. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because as people of color, you know, it's like, how do you see a lot of people of color? Probably because just even the circle and the environment that you're in, but how receptive are people of color to different types of sex work? So they are, you know, and they're very, Mm -hmm. you know, people of color are interested. They want a safe place and a safe way and to be, you know, people I know, because most of my uh, clients, submissives and what have you, have been people of color. So it's surprisingly enough. And actually throughout this pandemic, it's been, it's been only like one white boy, you know, like who has sustained (laughs) me through my platforms, you know, and what have you, but no, it's great because, um, you know, um, groups like Onyx, uh, Mm -hmm. they're very, they're very uh, pivotal in representing, uh, you know, a POC and BDSM and kink and leather, what have you, Mm -hmm. uh, leather. And just to clarify, leather is yes, leather, what you wear, uh, (laughs) leather is also a fetish item, a big fetish Mm -hmm. item, but it's also a lifestyle. So when you hear Mm -hmm. me say leather, because I am a leather person, because, uh, that's just, that's what resonates with me. That's where I feel most comfortable in my (laughs) dominant persona. So, you know, but you also got to give it up to the the queer elders who really brought that to us, you know, and Mm, for us. mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, no, of course, uh, since the get, since even then those times, people of color weren't represented properly, Um, which of course, when you're not represented properly in the things you read and see, you're going to be hesitant to go into something that's new to you that you feel like you don't belong in. You know, I felt that way when I, um, you know, as a kid, when I was into rock music and I was Mm -hmm. definitely an alternative person um, (laughs) and wanted to dress like it and all that shit, you know, Oh, that's a white thing to do or what have you. Um, You know, that bullshit, you know, from, from people of color and from, from all over, you know, you get that from all over. So my point is within to your own people, you gotta stop that mm-hmm. shit. All right, you gotta stop right. that shit because it is not helping nobody. Right? Yeah, get over it because it. Just we should not push us. ourselves into these boxes. We are already pushed into these boxes by yeah. the systems that were mm-hmm. literally made to keep us down. So, we, I do not, I do not condone. I, I, I don't fuck with that at all. Okay, people of color, <laughs> we're stopping that colonism. Um, uh-huh. So I feel. <laughs> nowadays like there's definitely like we are working hard on the representation uh my my uh my my leather mother and mentor uh mistress mia dark of just a red she is on Mm. board of uh an advisory board of domcon which is the uh Mm. you know like the only dom dominant convention yeah they'll finish it's a a fetish convention but for pros you know and stuff Mm -hmm. like that I am excited to be ta- uh, to be going out to LA this August to be speaking. Um, oh, nice. oh you're out. speaking! So I am so <laughs> like ah. anyway. Uh, yeah, I was going to say yeah because you like since you've gotten into this professionally, there's so many different avenues of yeah. you know representing yourself in fashion and movies and you know dom work and. Like right. there's so many different ways that you can put yourself on different platforms Portray. to be visible. It's yeah. great. Um, you know, like I said, it's great because we get to educate and we get to kind of like live mm. a little free, freer, although SESTA-FOSTA does make it a little difficult. Um, mm. if you don't know what SESTA-FOSTA is. 
definitely look up, um, go to the Instagram page, Hacking Hustling. They will give you all the information you need. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a, it's it's the law passed. Um, you know, that's why Craigslist back page shut down, really fucked up a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. it's a censorship law disguised as an anti-trafficking law. Um, you know, listen, personally and from people I know, if we see some fucked up shit like that, we are going to let people know. It's not like we're going to condone that yeah. shit. So mm-hmm. why are you fucking with us and our money? Anyway, that's a different <laughs> story. But mm-hmm. um, the consumption of sex workers is real. Um and the 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 and that also leads to mis- the misrepresentation right yeah and oh and also the 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 miscrediting you know like you know what i'm saying so like when pole dancing became an exercise mm-hmm. and really popular i know a lot i know a plenty of people who um were like hey man this was strippers this was you know this was sex work yeah, like what are you this doing was, that for right this was ho shit i you know yeah. you could do it but y'all need to understand that this was mm-hmm. ho shit. So if you're gonna do something like take pole classes mm-hmm. and 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 body work classes, then you better not be talking down to strip about strippers and right. uh and whoever else dances for money and mm-hmm. what have you. So like it's like that's appropriating, you know. It, it is exactly appropriating. And yeah, you know, we take that shit no more. So we're calling people out, you know um the show i was on bonding they heard us you know because mm. i was definitely one of those people who were like mm, no <laughs> what do you, what do you yeah. mean by that so they you guys so had the to... first season we oh, had to okay. talk to them yeah we like well not yeah. even talk to them but like we were vocal enough that they're like oh yikes you know so luckily yeah. um the producers of the show bonding uh reached out to the community uh to mm-hmm. the right people and we were absolutely done way better <laughs> and shown yeah. in a better light in the second season which yeah. was my concern going in being background anyway but you know and also hiring real real doms to you know so that's yeah that's you know. another way to bring the the true um the true stories and the true yeah. like real life history and experiences that's what i'm thinking of experiences mm-hmm. to the public you know, um, to bring in real life doms to be played in um, the TV series. And that's on Netflix, the um, bonding. Not that they need us to tell them where it is. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's important. It's important. Proper representation is always important. If you're going to use us, then include Mm -hmm. us, you know, but that's just not just for sex workers. That goes for disabled people, BIPOC people, fat people, queer people, everyone Mm -hmm. that wants to like, you know, portray us, but not, you know, do, you know, not represent us. People are demanding authenticity nowadays, which is exactly and representation, Uh, you know, right. And representation. And Mm -hmm. let it be said that this line of work used to be very hush, hush, word of mouth, ear to ear type of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to understand these roots Mm -hmm. because if you don't, and you kind of mix it in with the for the gram and the likes and what have you and the yeah. articles in the newspaper then you are actively helping the watering down mm. of our of our of our community and of our lifestyle of our profession yeah. you know if you're gonna do it do it right and, and that's it yeah. that's really all i gotta say yeah and that's what i was saying before like when you were talking about breaking down what bdsm is is that it's a lot of responsibility it's mm-hmm. like you can't just 
wake up one day and say, Hey, I'm going to yep. be a top dom and I want you to right. do what I say. No, because you're really impacting someone's emotional state mm-hmm. or you really have to understand where to stop, where to go, you know, what to you do. Can really physically hurt somebody. Exactly. You know? And mentally, physically, yeah. Oh, mentally, yeah, yeah. physically, mentally, all um, of that. RAX yeah. is an acronym we use risk. Uh, so, so we're risk aware because we mm. have, we all have to be very aware of the risks involved with uh, mm-hmm. what we do when we play. Uh, also, you know, the the implements we use, whips and floggers and canes, you know, technically mm-hmm. used for animals, livestock, what have you, animal training, also to like, you know, subdue and break down the will and spirit of, of mm. humans. So let's also remember that, you know, that's part of risk right. awareness. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, risk assessments and, and awareness because there is a, a level of awareness but there's mm-hmm. also there's how, how can I put this so you're aware you have to be aware of what you're doing of course um right easy to lose control but mm-hmm. what, I'm, what am I trying to say but that's what separates us from people who are just picking it up and trying it out to people mm-hmm. who are, oh, it's really part of their life and it's really part of their passions and, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's, they're, it's part, it's their heart, you know, it's literally just led by emotion and love. And I know it's hard for outsiders to look inwards and see people stuffing things in their butts <laughs> and with gags and hoods on and beating on people and what have you, but uh, as loving, but it absolutely is. I'm not saying it's always going to be, but it absolutely can be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's one thing that I I love when I'm talking with different people is to getting their insight into understanding a little more about um, how they view you know, what they do, how they view life and how, you know, life impacts their day-to-day, you know, Mm -hmm. routine. And um, yeah, people are not always going to understand you. Um, Please, even people who work in a post office, you know, people do not always understand and they're like, oh, everyone in there got an attitude problem and everyone in there (laughs) hates their job and, you know, right. So, I mean, to each their own. And unless you really know the person, you really don't know, um, or and even if you do know the person, you may not understand. You don't know everything. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Has and you have to understand that too. You know, okay, I don't get it, but hey, that's, that's you. <laughs> exactly. That's what you do. And yeah. I love it you. I support me, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. it. And that's I try and lead my work with compassion, empathy. Mm-hmm and understanding and uh just like a lot of my colleagues do um you know the new yeah. generation tng <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're, we're doing that because you know we got we had to re reevaluate some things and rebrand some things and you know we're doing it we're doing it yeah we are hey, girl you're doing it well because <laughs> i just love every time i see what you're up to and just you know see how fabulous you look so fabulous darling (laughs) and I know it's not easy and I and I just thank you for sharing because you put so much out there for other people and you do care and you know and we could see that as you share your stories (laughs) thank you I appreciate So I really uh, appreciate that. Um, it's good to be seen, yeah. you know, because, you know, yeah. you, 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 you know, you work hard and, you know, you want people exactly. to see it because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's, 
you can't be too self-serving whether you're doing this for work or mm, what have mm-hmm. you you know you know protect your energy and do you but yeah. you know it's also it's you know there's a bit always a bigger picture always right. a bigger picture and I wasn't aware of it at first I didn't think mm-hmm. I was gonna you know I'm like all right I'm gonna try it out because I've always wanted to and I can so let's go let's do it <laughs> right exactly um, <laughs> and I'm like oh cool I did it oh okay I love it huh yeah, I love it. I could keep on doing it. I could keep on doing it. And, yeah. you know, it's got to got to rep, you know, sometimes the weight on the world of the world of a world is on your shoulders, <laughs> you know, but hey, it's it okay. Is. It's it is a right. okay. And you're doing yeah. great. So wow. tell us once again, where we can find you. Yeah. Oh my God. Everywhere. So <laughs> just go to my Instagram, Bruja Pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my link is in my bio, my, all my links. Mm-hmm. That's where all my links live. The, the, right. the safe and the not for safe. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, my paywalls, my subsites, you know, my articles, the podcasts I'm on, I'll add yours yeah. once it's out. I'll edit the list. Um, right. Yeah. All that. That's just find me on Bruja Pussy and then it'll lead you everywhere else. Excellent. Awesome. Yay. Oh, well, Christina, thanks so much for sharing again. And um, thanks for having me. And yeah. yeah. Um, also, if it, you know, and if y'all, anyone out there listening is interested in more, check out Seven Days of Domination. Um, I have taught mm. and listen on blackmail, but it's a bunch of pros got together uh, wanting to share some wisdom and give some insights and, you know, advice to, uh, to whoever needs it, you know. So check it out. Cool. That should be fun. Excellent. Yes. Check it out, everyone. So be sure to follow um, Bruja Pussy. And of course, you guys are following Improper Mimi because you're listening and are watching us. Mm-hmm. But um, but yes, be sure to share this story. I hope you all learned something today, too. You know, definitely be considerate and consider what um, other people enjoy. And, you mm-hmm. know, don't knock it till you try it. Exactly. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. All right. Bye, guys. Stay safe. Wear a fucking mask. (laughs) Wash your fucking hands. Bye. (laughs) Bye. So that was my friend Christina, aka Bruja Pussy. One of the things that I really learned from Christina has been that sex work is work. We're um, just celebrated Women's International Women's History Month. Um, we just celebrated Equal Pay Day for Women. And when we look at feminism and the intersectionality of feminism, that's just not equal pay for people in an office. It's not just um, fair working environments for people in a high-rise building. This is for everybody, everywhere. We're looking for equality. We're looking for justice. Thank you for listening to Improper Mimi. Be sure to share, follow, like, subscribe, um, and be sure to keep telling your story. So no matter what it is you do, you know, I hope that you guys have a great day doing it. Ciao.